Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. This is episode number 51, moving past that 50 mark towards 100, and I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. Today is a foodie Friday, and in today's show, I talk about fats, and I try to kind of give you the truth about fats, dietary fat, where do they stand in your diet, do they make you fat, do they help you lose weight, all these different topics that are pretty hot right now, actually. Now, In this show, I am trying to simplify things a lot, so there are a lot more physiological responses to fat and a lot more different functions of fat, different kinds of fat that I don't really get into in depth because I want to just kind of graze the surface and give you the raw truth about it. Now, if you have any more questions on it, don't hesitate to contact me. You can email me at jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com or go to triplefpodcast.com dot com slash contact. That's probably the best way. Just fill out the form there and it'll be sent to my email so I can answer your questions. Any questions can go nutrition, training, motivation, anything. Uh, But if you have more specific questions, maybe for you specifically, then you can ask me there. I want to kind of transition these episodes to more of Q&A style where I answer, you know, three or four questions an episode. So please follow me on social media. All those links are on triplefpodcast.com. And that site link is also down in the description. Go check all that out. Ask me some questions. We'll do this together. Thank you for listening, everybody. And thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for reviewing the podcast, and thank you for the many downloads, for going back and listening to old episodes. Definitely appreciate all of that. Let's get down to it. It is Friday, so I'm excited, and it's Foodie Friday, episode number 51. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Good morning, everybody. It's Jordan Stoltz. I'm back with another episode of the Triple F Podcast. Today's a good one. I saw a good response out of the Truth About Carbs episode, which was last week's Foodie Friday. So for today's show, I wanted to kind of continue that series and talk about the truth about fats. And then next week will be the truth about protein, right? So I'm going to try to do a little series here for each macronutrient, maybe even I'll touch on fiber, do these different things, and then we'll be able to clear up some of the mess that is nutrition advice today. So hopefully today's show helps you understand fats a little bit more, when they should be used, what their purpose is in the body, and if they're good or bad. This I thought about titling this episode like, is fat good or bad for you? But really, it's a little bit more than that. I want to talk about really the just truth behind it and if it'll solve or hurt your problems with getting in shape, what the different kind of fats do. It was a little bit more in depth than just, is it you know good or bad? So I wanted to just try to do a truth about fats episode, continue this series that has been doing pretty well on iTunes. Thank you for listening, everybody, and check out triplefpodcast.com. Link is down in the description of this podcast. Just click on it, go over to 
uh, the contact form there under contact, and you can leave me a question. We'll do Q&A type episodes coming up. So any question goes. Also follow me on social media. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Jordan Stoltz Fitness, and then on Instagram, fitness, food, and freedom with periods in between. So fitness.food.freedom in Instagram. So go check all those out. Let's get down to today's show. It is Friday. Foodie Friday. And I'm excited to do this episode on dietary fats. Let's go. If you remember from last Foodie Friday, and you definitely should go listen to that where I talk about the truth about carbs if you haven't heard that yet before you listen to this episode. So pause it right now, heading over to last week's episode and listen to that. But just like carbs, fats have been demonized, right? So just like carbs kind of today are demonized, they're kind of thought of like the food that'll make you fat, the food that's bad for you, whether that's sugar, refined grains, all these different things. That's kind of what's being harped on today are these carbs, are these you know high glycemic carbs and sugar being among the biggest of them. And I already talked about that in last week's episode. And just like carbs are today, fats have been under the same pressure in the past where basically they're just demonized um, and associated, not just associated, but given a causation to the obesity epidemic. So back in, you know, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, fats were considered bad, right? Fats will make you fat, fats will give you heart disease and many other problems is what the thinking was. And what happened? Well, it didn't stop the obesity problem, right? So over that period of time, obesity continued to grow. And even though fat consumption was lowered and people wanted to eat less fat, the obesity problem still rose, right? So that's kind of saying not really the problem. Just like I talked about, sugar consumption has gone down recently, but obesity is still going up. So what's the what's the deal there? What's the problem? In that time when fats were demonized, a lot of low-fat products hit the shelves. So whether that's low-fat snacks like chips, crackers, things like that, or maybe people just became more conscious of fat and things like meat. So lean proteins really grew in popularity through this time, like more lean ground beef, 96.4 instead of 90.10, things like that, where people became way more conscious of fat and where it came from, especially saturated fat. Because of the saturated fat scare where people thought this is what was causing obesity, this is what's causing these diseases, that uh, they kind of shied away from the traditional cooking methods that, you know, your grandma used. So whether that's, I don't know, short, large shortening butter, uh, kind of went away from those and introduced new products like vegetable oil, margarine, and these different products that are a little bit more um, refined, I guess, so it's just from different sources, not animal fats. It was kind of the key there. And these came out, did they do good? Did they harm? Well, I'll get into that later. But that's kind of the history of fats, really how they, really just how they were demonized pretty recently, actually. And you already know where I'm going with this about how you shouldn't demonize foods, but I'm going to go into a little bit more about the history of fats and kind of what's happened after that. Fast forward to today, okay? Fast forward to today, and 
the pendulum has completely swung to the opposite side. That's what we do as humans, right? That's what we do in our health information. That's what we do in our business information, our economy. That's what we do electing people to offices. As we swing to extremes, one pendulum, one side to the other, the pendulum swings, and we just can't seem to find a happy medium. That's kind of what's happening here. So for today, people are purposefully eating a ton of fat to get lean, right? Foods like avocados, bacon, coconut oil. These things are very popular right now because of some different movements, but people are kind of associating fat now with energy and with being uh, beneficial to you when you're trying to lean out or you're trying to be healthier. So completely opposite of demonizing it. And it's kind of being... It's kind of taken the place of carbs in that time period when carbs or when fat was demonized, carbs are very popular and now it's kind of the opposite way around. Companies like Bulletproof Coffee where they will, you know, they make a coffee and they'll recommend putting uh, MCT oil, coconut oil in your coffee, butter in your coffee, blending it up so you have those fat grams for energy and for keeping you full. Um, That's one way that this fat popularity has arisen also like the keto diet where a lot of different evidence is showing that the ketogenic diet it might be beneficial for health anti-cancer things like that and that's kind of promoting a lot of fat consumption and very very low or zero carb consumption also paleo which basically is eating as a caveman would so that that's promoting a lot of animal fat, a lot of saturated fat, a lot of things like bacon, a lot of things like butter, and um, not butter as much with paleo, but it is promoting a lot of animal fats, so steaks, um, avocados, things like that. So paleo is another very popular movement that's promoting the consumption of fats right now. So there's all these different movements. The pendulum has completely swung, which is optimal right? Which is the optimal way to consume your fats? Should you consume them very rarely? Should you be kind of scared of them? Or should you just pound bacon all day because fat is going to make you lean? It's going to give you energy. Well, I'll get into that answer right after this whoosh sound. So which is optimal? Neither. I think you guys knew I was going to say that. Neither option is really optimal. And I wanted to get into why. So in my opinion, both sides of the pendulum are not quite on point. You want to be in the middle somewhere, right? Now, I do want to kind of disclaimer this, that the ketogenic diet is definitely proven to have a lot of benefits for brain health, anti-cancer properties, things like that. However, the ketogenic diet, very specific in its requirements, and a lot of people will do it wrong. So unless you're under direct supervision of a coach or nutritionist that knows a lot about ketogenic diet and can help you along with it, you're probably not actually ketogenic if you're just having low fat or low carbs and high fats. You're probably just manipulating your macronutrients a little bit. So really be careful on what you're claiming you do if you don't like what I say about high fat diets. But in my opinion, neither option is optimal. Now, why isn't low fat, demonizing fat optimal? Well, 
fats are essential, right? Like I said last week, carbs are the only one that are not essential. And uh, protein and fats definitely are essential, meaning that they have specific tasks to do in the body and other macronutrients or vitamins or minerals can't actually do these tasks. So you need fat to function properly and to live. New evidence that's coming out, a lot of studies, a lot of studies related to this ketogenic diet, paleo diet, things like that are showing that animal fats and cholesterol actually aren't harmful to consume, right? So you can consume saturated fats, butter, uh, different animal fats, and it's actually better for you than consuming the kind of counterfeit versions that serve the same purpose. Now, like I said, be careful with it, you know, so you're not consuming way over the amount, but that's kind of changing the way. So all that different talk back in that time where fats were demonized about how animal fat was causing diseases, causing obesity, that's proven to be false. Even cholesterol, you can consume cholesterol and it won't raise your cholesterol, right? I'm going to say that again. Consuming cholesterol will not raise your cholesterol. So eating eggs, for example, eating the yolk will not raise your cholesterol directly. It's many other factors go into it. And just like that's not the optimal way to eat with demonizing fats, opposite way in my opinion, the pendulum swinging is not optimal either unless you're really good at following the ketogenic diet or you have a really, really insane intolerance to carbohydrates, gluten, things like that, where you just can't really eat carbs. So you need to supply your calories from somewhere else, which happens to be fats. Now it's in my opinion, not optimal though, to eat super high amounts of fat uh, for a couple of reasons. One of them is really that you're just missing out on the benefits of carbs, right? So you're missing out on the muscular benefits of carbs, the energy, the brain function, the, the satiety factor, all these different things that carbs can give you and just the foods you get from carbs, right? So um, whole grains, vegetables, fruits, things like that, really good for you. Um, so you're missing out on those if you just eat fats and protein. And then, you know, just having a balanced diet is really key. And I mean, it's been said before, but you know, you need to think what is a balanced diet. You need to have, you know, something of each macronutrient and maybe even each of everything in a sitting. So that balanced diet is lacking if you're avoiding a certain macronutrient and demonizing it, or if you're really promoting consumption of one over everything else. Really what the problem comes down to, like I said before, the obesity problem isn't it isn't solved by lowering your consumption of sugar. The obesity problem isn't solved by lowering your consumption of fat or increasing your consumption of fat. The obesity problem is an excess calorie problem and it's eating too much. Like I talked about in several weeks ago, it's called um, the power of palatability. I think is the name of the episode A foodie Friday. Go check that one out. Really powerful episode on uh, what causes people to be overweight by eating sugar and carbs. And I talked about how it's just hard to stop, right? It's hard to find an actual serving size. I talked about this last week too, about how the serving size of rice, for example, is much smaller than you think, or pasta. And even the serving size of oil is way smaller than you think. So excess calories are really the problem. We're over-consuming, which is why we're overweight. Now, even though these high-fat diets, ketogenic diets have some benefits as far as brain function, things like that, and anti-cancer properties. Um, it's really easy to go excess calories. And I'll give you an example. 
Um, I don't want to pick on anybody, but it really is the bulletproof coffee. That's a good example. So adding butter, oil, things like that to your coffee and blending it up. Now this actually tastes really good and it does give you a lot of energy that's sustainable through the whole day. However, if you do that, be wary of how many calories you're adding to your morning coffee, right? So that's just an example of where people will add, you know, a couple tablespoons of butter, maybe a couple tablespoons of oil. If you're looking at 14 grams of fat per tablespoon, you know, you could be looking at over 50, even up to 100 grams of fat in that one cup of coffee, which is because fat is nine calories per gram, could be up to 900 calories in that cup of coffee with no satiety, with no palatability, right? So you're still going to be hungry eventually. You're not actually filling up your stomach, even if you have some sustainable energy and you're feeling full from that. Now, this is really a problem because it's going to be hard to stay in your right calorie number when you're consuming a lot of excess stuff like that and a lot of excess fat or excess carbs, really, but I'm talking about fat today. So that's really why I don't think either option is optimal and why you need to find somewhere in the middle. Really quickly, and I want to keep this pretty simple, but I want to talk about what are fats. Just so you have a good understanding, I talked about the trends, I talked about Really, I kind of already gave you the truth about fat, but I wanted to touch on what they are and then give you the truths that I have collected about fats. So what are fats? There's a couple different kinds. Triglycerides and cholesterol make up the different kinds of fats. Uh, Probably triglycerides would be the most often consumed version of fat, and then cholesterol would be another version of fat that we consume. There's unsaturated or saturated fat. Unsaturated basically would mean liquid at room temperature and saturated would mean solid at room temperature. So an example of unsaturated would be like avocados, olive oil. Um, Saturated would be animal products. So steaks, burgers, um, eggs, things like that. Uh, Fats. They serve a lot of function in the body. Like I said before, they are essential to your body. So they serve a lot of function in your brain function, how your brain operates. If you feel like you have a clear head, they give you sustainable energy, which is kind of where this bulletproof coffee, butter in the coffee example comes from, is that it does give you energy and it helps your hormones, right? So increasing your fat consumption will probably boost your testosterone slightly if you're a male and especially boosting your saturated fat consumption or cholesterol consumption is going to boost your uh, testosterone, libido, things like that. And then there's fat-soluble vitamins, which is kind of a different subject, but some vitamins, so a lot of vitamins are water-soluble, such as vitamin B would be water-soluble, which basically means if you consume, if you overconsume the vitamins, uh, you'll pee them out, right? That's just a way to think about it, that water is what shuttles them around in your body. However, some, four to be exact, D, E, A, and K are fat soluble, which means they need fats to shuttle them around the body. Vitamin D probably being the most important of these since vitamin D deficiency is kind of an epidemic right now in our country and in our world, really. So they do serve a big purpose, Fats 
though, like I said, nine calories per gram. So each gram of fat is going to have nine calories that are going to go toward your daily goal, which you should be aware of, right? You should be aware of how many grams of fat you're eating, how many calories you're consuming throughout the day. So if you consume 50 grams of fat uh, for the day, that's 450 calories from fat that you're eating. The truth about fat, in my opinion, is very similar to the truth about carbs in that you should not demonize a food group, right? What are you guys doing? You're demonizing food groups. Don't do that, right? That op- that way extreme way of thinking is not accurate, and it's really not beneficial in any way. If you demonize a food group, you're missing out on the benefits it gives you. You're missing out on the different functions that can serve in your body. Don't think, though, that a certain food group will solve your problems, right? So don't think that, yes, you shouldn't demonize fat, but don't think it's going to be the magic potion that's going to make you lean. There is no magic potion, right? You got to be calculated, you got to be collected, and you need to you need to be aware of your excess calories. Fat's not going to solve your problems. It's not going to make you lean. It's not going to give you the greatest energy, and it's not going to make you the healthiest person just by consuming more fat. Saturated fats and cholesterol, okay to eat. That's another truth. Um, studies have shown that they're okay to eat. They're not actually. They don't actually have the negative effects associated with them in the past. So don't be scared of certain kinds of fats. You can consume basically any kind of fat you want in moderation, and that's kind of the key there, right? The devil's in the doses, just like in carbohydrates. You don't want to overconsume, and you don't want to overconsume a certain kind of fat compared to the others. For example, you've heard probably a lot about omega threes, so that could be you know fish oil, things like that. We need to consume those instead of omega sixes because we're overconsuming omega six, underconsuming omega three. We need to balance that. It's all about the balance. But you need fat, right? It's essential for the body, and you need it. You need it in your body. You need it for function. You need it for a clear head. You need it for energy. And the problem really boils down to excess calories. Are you watching how many fat grams you're putting in your body? Are you aware that you know that burger from Five Guys has 70 grams of fat in it? Are you aware that the butter and oil you're putting in your coffee has 50 grams of fat in it. You need to be aware of what you're putting in your body and if you're consuming excess calories because of this. In my opinion, it's best to find somewhere in the middle. It's best to play it safe and not overconsume something just so, you know, you're not like I said the devil's in the dosage, so you're not overconsuming anything and the way I usually recommend fats at least to start unless you really want to try the ketogenic diet or you have a major intolerance that you need to be aware of play it safe and make around 20 to 30 25 to 30 percent even up to 35 percent if you're a little older of your calories will come from fat or another calculation would be 0.3 times your lean body mass that's another good way a little more complicated to do it though if you know you're eating a certain amount of calories say you're eating uh let's say 2,000 calories right you could say uh probably like 500 calories come from fat divide that by nine and you could go up even to six seven hundred calories and divide by nine that's going to be the best way to find how many grams of fat you eat per day and i can help with that as well if you go to triplefpodcast.com 
and there's a button at the top that's like products or store. Um, I offer some online coaching that I can help you figure out your nutrition and your training and really dial it in so you have something to follow, you have something to be strict with, something to really dial it in for you know, quicker results than if you're just trying to guesswork everything. Now, personally, like I said, I kind of had the disclaimer on keto before, but I'm not personally a fan of the ketogenic diet. For me, it's not, I've tried it and I don't think, you know, it's very sustainable for me. You guys probably knew I was going to get down to this. Sustainability is key, right? So if it's sustainable for you to eat a lot of fat from the sources that you can, which are pretty limited to basically bacon, avocados, nuts, and animal fats, um, if you're able to consume most of your diet from these sources and have adequate protein but avoid carbs, some people are going to find that they feel way better and they want to eat this way. However, some people it's going to be hard to sustain. You're going to be craving the carbs. You're going to not enjoy the diet. And if that's the case, it's not for you, in my opinion. So I'm not personally a fan. And I think if it's hard to stick to, you shouldn't force yourself to do it. But if you like it, go for it, right? Give it a shot. See what you think. Um, But sustainability really is key and having a balanced diet where you have a certain percentage of your calories come from everything that's going to be more beneficial for you in the long run and that'll do it for today's foodie friday foodie friday I hope you guys enjoyed today's show where I talked about the truth about fats. I hope it really cleared up some of this. It's a complicated topic and there's a lot of variables that go into it because of the different movements today, the different movements in the past on fat. Fat has a lot of functions in your body and it's complicated. I tried to simple simplify it down for you. If you enjoyed today's show, leave a review on iTunes and share the podcast with your friends and your family. Let them know about fitness, food, and freedom and how it's helping you out in your nutrition, motivation, and workouts, right? And guys, I hope you all have a great weekend and you join me again for Motivation Monday next week. This has been episode number 51 of the Triple F Podcast. If you have any questions, be sure to check out triplefpodcast.com slash contact. But I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, signing off for the weekend. Have a great one, everybody. I'll see you later. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.